Home and Back by Christina Roth. Pushing hard, I opened the heavy white gate leading into the backyard of the historic Houston house. An expanse of white gravel covers the backyard. Several giant live oaks arch over the gravel with style. Their branches wrap around the little two-story guest house in the back corner of the property. At the door, I punch in the way too easy to guess code, one, two, three, four, and enter with the curiosity inherent in coming alone into anyone else's home for the first time. Gladly dropping my heavy luggage, I tour the little house slowly. Pink, teal, and orange bohemian touches are everywhere. Castles dangle from pillows, throws, placemats, and door handles. Realistic faux succulents of all sizes adorn the living room. A giant fiber art piece hangs on the wall, and I find shelves of books and games tucked under the stairwell. The U-shaped kitchen is anchored by a battered wooden table, lovingly marred by traces of children's art activities. Smears of temper paint and faint glitter remind me of my son's preschool years, how I miss that time of messy creativity. Pink Eames-style chairs encircle the table. The countertops are made of poured concrete. The cupboards are made of sturdy white wood. What I really want to see, though, are the sleeping quarters and bathroom. Will they really be as lush and comfy as they looked online? Will they offer the quiet, peaceful atmosphere I know I will need this week after excursions in the noisy city? Hopes high, I carefully climb the steep stairway. Entering the room, my English major heart swoons at the ivy vines climbing across the second story window, just like something from a story. The book titles on the shelves hint that someone similar to me owns this place. A fluffy white duvet covers the king-size bed. Pink and orange woven throws drape off the edge. And the heart of it all? The giant jetted bathtub nestled into a sunny corner surrounded by windows. Exuberant greenhouse plants perch nearby and dangle their leaves into it as if waiting for their own chance to bathe. I once had a tub like this 30 minutes down the road in the Houston suburb where I lived for seven years. It was the best comfort I knew during the years of early motherhood. After long days of nursing and soothing my baby, I often retreated to my tub when his dad came home from work. That bathroom was large and quiet. The water was so warm, I wished I could sleep there all night. The house I now rent back in South Dakota has a small tub that doesn't comfortably fit my wide hips. Showers just aren't the same. I yearn deeply for the relief offered in a deep, long tub. I haven't been back to Houston in six years, not since moving to California for my former husband's career and then again to South Dakota after our divorce. It feels like coming home. But this homecoming is colored with confused anticipation. I feel a strange mix of eagerness to see favorite places and sadness over what happened in the years after we left. Really, I am here to see my son, my beloved boy, who is eight. It is the halfway point of his annual 10-week summer stay with his dad. When I last lived in this town, we were an intact family of three. My son was born here. I miss my brick house in the leafy suburb, my church, but what I really miss is my boy. 
Saying goodbye to him every summer is the hardest part of my year. Opening myself to his departure feels like pushing open a heavy, sticky gate that resists my pressure. Our week together in Houston is filled with ethnic food, trips to Trader Joe's for necessities like chocolate, museums of all kinds, church services, and a few evenings with friends. After spending the days with me, my son wants to sleep back at his dad's place, which is fine because I know how much he needs that time. He misses his dad like crazy, and I wish there was a way for them to see each other more often throughout the year. While he is with his dad in the evenings, I retreat to the soaking tub, just as I did when he was a newborn. I feel guilty relaxing at home, so leaving home with its many overdue responsibilities is the only real way I can relax before the ultra-marathon of single mom life starts up again in the fall. Every night this week, I have filled that giant tub with hot water, turned off most of the lights, and placed a bowl of peanut butter cups and a sparkling drink on the tub ledge. I let the tub jets massage my feet and glide my hands over the water smoothness. Every night I relax like I haven't in ages. The fact that this opportunity is rare indeed makes it even harder to drain the tub and step out of it when it's time for bed. As we sit together in the cozy living room near the end of my visit, reading and watching funny videos, my son and I wonder what the guest house had been before its tasteful renovation. I think it had been a garage, given its proximity to the alley and its concrete floor. Any traces of its old life, oil spots, thick dust, cobwebbed windows, piles of old paint cans are completely gone. It stands transformed, full of beauty and comfort and lush hospitality, ready to embrace tired moms as they work their own messy, dusty journeys toward transformation. Christina, thank you so much for sharing this piece with our community and for once again, just being here to share your stories. Um, I am glad to have you and welcome to the show today. Thank you so much. So um, to continue on with questions um, that I've been sharing with writers this season, I have this question for you. What is your secret mama superpower, which could be silly or serious? And, you know, kind of just a look into what is a personal strength that you have that you're proud of? That's a good question. Um, Possibly one answer would be that I really do. I try to nurture my son's Mm -hmm. um, creativity and I guess independence in a way by um, really encouraging his interest in building and creating and making all kinds of things. So mm-hmm. it can lead to a lot of mess, but yes. you know, if, <laughs> if he does want to take a couple of cardboard boxes and cover them with masking tape and make a boat for the yeah. dog to hide out in. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm a big believer in, in nurturing their creativity. That's wonderful. Well, I think it's always great to make space for kids to think about what is possible and then chase it and try it. And so I love that you 
decide to create space for that to happen. I know that for me, it's taken a long time. I mean, I just don't know if it's a long time. I have had several iterations of my willingness to have messes, (laughs) but I totally love that you do that. Thank you. So my next question is, do you have a household chore that you don't mind or that maybe you even like? And do you have a least favorite chore? My least favorite chore, well, I was going to say all of them are my yep. least favorite, but yeah, um, really it's the dishes Yeah, you know, you do them and then the sink is full again. So. Yep, I get it. Do you have any that you don't mind at all? You know, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's honest. Oh, yes. great. So my last question for you is, since we're in the middle of the Peaceful Home series, I'd love to know how you find, create, or cultivate peace in your home. We really don't watch TV much at all. I tend to keep the house pretty quiet. Mm -hmm. We have very, very limited screen time, I think, for both of us. So yeah, yeah, that, that really goes a long way, I think, in keeping the house peaceful. Hmm. Are there any things that, especially during the summer when you're kind of on your own, do you do certain things to fill that time or connect with people? Uh, What does your summer routine look like? Right. Um, Really in the summer, I have so much to catch up on that I tend to be very, very busy in the summer, um, really in the house, just trying to to catch up on projects or home organization Um, but there also there is more space too to um, connect with friends and family and and be outdoors yes um, after the long South Dakota winters so Mm -hmm. um, summers are full just like they are for all of us yeah well that's wonderful thank you so much for being here for sharing with us and I just hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day Thank you so much. I appreciate it.